on the Nebraska hour, we use bad words and we're not sorry about it. So, uh, you know, if you're under that reasonable age, ask your parents. Have a good day. Get out of here. Welcome to the Nebraska Hour. I'm Timmy Nebraska. And in replacement of Greg today, we have Brock White. Hello, hello, hello. Oscar Kool-Aid drinker himself. Oh, the pitcher's full, and it's tasting better than ever. But you know, before we get into that, we got some stuff to discuss, you know, but we have an exciting week of football. It's only a few days away. So hopefully I can stop losing my ass on baseball. I mean, baseball is tough, man. It's just uh it's just a tough sport. You have to be committed long term and you're gonna lose a lot. And in the long run, you make money. Better than the worst teams every day. That's my strategy. Oh, so the Dodgers lately? Um, hey, uh the Yankees lately, actually, instead. Yeah. Because We'll bet yeah. against the Yankees, so you bet on whoever they're playing. You get great numbers that way. I did get, I did bet the Cardinals against the Yankees for that sweep, which is pretty got me back to like even keel for the season, basically. You probably got like good numbers too. You probably got like plus 130, 140 ish. Well, like if you go first five minus a half or plus a half, you get like plus 105. So I would do that and then take them full game. Man. What was that? You're pumped with this stuff, with these baseball things, man. You got to go the full game and just, like, bet on the worst teams and then just try to hope for bullpen meltdowns. Noted. Noted. Let's get to football. I'm ready for football. Let's get to football. Ready for We're football. only days away from football. We have big time bubbling in Dublin football and Nebraska Northwestern. But before that, our good friend McGee, was asking about whether he wanted to bet on UCLA to win the Big Ten conference or the the Pac-12 conference plus nine hundred. I think that's bananas. I think Greg may have recently hit his head, and we need to get a doctor to go check him out. Um, I mean, we need to check out more than just his head. I'm sure, but but I agree that's the that's the first step. I mean, head to toe, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got a good heart. He's a wonderful human, but I think maybe. Well, I mean, I mean, kind of uh, low bridge. I mean, our lifestyles. Uh, I don't think even us actually have good hearts. We just theoretically have good hearts. We're good <laughs> to each other. That's got to count for something. Yeah, like we're good people and stuff, but like our physical um, health is is. I mean, we're not here for long, probably, which is positive because, like you know, we're gonna have a lot of fun. Hey, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. And the whole idea of having all the fun is to gamble on football. Amen. Let's go. So my question to you, my friend, is um, is there – what games do you like this week other than the Nebraska game? Um, obviously, in week zero, I only give a shit about Nebraska Northwestern. But if you look at week one, there's a lot of games I'm interested in. Uh. 
Pittsburgh, West Virginia in the backyard brawl just to see what life like is after after Whipple and Pickett. And then also uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State will be a really good game, I think. So there's nothing nothing else like going on this Saturday, really, um, as far as like games anyway, right? Uh, I, it's like Illinois plays somebody, but who the fuck gives a shit about Illinois? We got a big time Florida State Duquesne game. If you're in that kind of thing. Oh, so Florida State minus what? It, what is it? Thirty eight. It is Florida State minus. I don't even think they give me the option because it's going to be disgusting. Yeah. So who gives a fuck? Um, I mean. Idaho State, UNLV. There's not a lot going on. Well, actually, Wyoming, Illinois might be a good game. Illinois might catch a loss in week zero. That'd be pretty awesome. And Florida AM might might pull off a, a upset against North Carolina. Um, it's also not well, it's not like absurd necessarily, you know. While we're talking upsets, I have two week one upset specials for you. Okay, I seen, okay. I haven't seen the lines, but Ole Miss will host Troy. All right. Troy, Troy might just do it. Like, Ole Miss just lost uh, Matt Corral. What else did they have last year? They had a really good quarterback. That's it. So, you don't know what the line is, though. Let's see what the line is here. Ole Miss and Troy. I like. I used to really like Troy because of Neil Brown, the now coach of, of West Virginia. The spread is 22. Troy plus 22. Yeah, Troy will cover that easy. Uh, Troy money line, 1,100 plus 11. That might be worth a little sprinkle. I mean, how much – is this like your lock of the week one, uh, you know? No, this is just like an upset, upset like, hey, don't be shocked if – Troy. So what's your what's your 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 uh, early season lock? I mean, excluding the Nebraska game as far as, as, as at the moment. Um, I would take Notre uh Ohio State over Notre Dame. I would take Really. Uh Florida State over LSU. Really? Um bold. Bold on the Florida State pick. Bold on, on the uh on the Ohio State pick as well. Dude, um, CJ Stroud is so good and he has people to throw the football to. And they're man, running Notre back. Dame's no slouch, man. They're they're good still. They still got ballers. I know that, and I do love their new coach. I think it's Marcus Williams or something's their new coach. I um, do like I him. I believe that's correct. But I just think Ohio State is so good and so physical, and they can yeah, beat are they gonna cover so the many 15, ways. though? I didn't say cover the 15. I didn't oh, know. Well, if, the money line for Ohio State's like minus 700. Like, that's like. It's 15? Yeah, 15. Oh, well, fuck. Let's take Notre Dame plus the 15. All right. That's, yeah, I like that more. I like the point. I like early on. I like points early on in the season. Um, usually the, yeah. the offenses aren't quite like, uh, aren't quite all the way ramped up. They're a little rusty still. They don't have the, the swagger. They don't have the camaraderie and like, you know, the, um, relationship yet. 
And the defense is just a bunch of big mean guys. Yeah, it's see ball, get ball for the yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I like big mean guys. Those are my, that's my kind of style of football. Yeah, that's why we're friends. You were the big mean guy. Yeah, I mean, I didn't play defense. But, no, uh, I didn't <laughs> – I apologize. I didn't look at – I just looked at matchups because I won't look at week one lines. I'll look at them Monday, check them on Wednesday, and then bet them on Friday. And I do that. A lot of people says it's stupid. Get it at the best price, whatever. I understand that. I like to see, you know, the Thursday afternoon press conference where the coach announced, oh, five of our starters on offense and defense all blew their ACLs. I don't want to be holding a ticket when a coach says some dumb shit like that. Um, You know, so, I, I get that. I, I get what you're saying there. So, it, I mean, you don't want to bet on week one until next week still, you know, um, yeah. and that that's, makes great sense. So you think also the downside of that is you might catch some great lines right now because if you bet on Notre Dame and Ohio State, C.J. Stroud, and, and the, both their offensive tackles all blow their ACLs, then that number goes down and you get plus 15 and the number might go down a whole bunch. Now, you don't I – mean, we don't want to wish injuries on nobody, but there could – I mean, you could also get a better line. In, uh, I mean, there's other situations that would give you the better line as well. Yeah, I also like to see where the public money's going. I don't always fade the public. Like, that's a big, dumb betting cliche to me is, oh, fade the public, fade. It's like, you know, sometimes shit just looks right, and the public is right. Oh, yeah, the public's not always dummy. But I just like to see where the public is, and then I relate that to how the line moves. And that kind of tells me, like, what is Vegas worried about? Or what are they thinking? And yeah, you can find, like, the trap games that way. When there's reverse line movement and stuff, that, and it just looks too good to be true or it looks really weird. Well, especially, um, like, if it goes from, like, you know, insert college football team at minus two and a half on Monday, and then all of a sudden on Friday you're getting them at plus one and a half. So historically in those situations, the team that was was minus two or was minus two and a half before, like the, the switch. So you're getting the one team at plus two and a half, right? If they go to minus one and a half, that team historically wins and covers. Yeah, and that's part. what I'm saying is the team that goes from plus two and a half to minus one and a half, that's a trap bet. Yeah, because yeah. Historically that team wins. Because um, they're just like, oh, you took them at plus two and a half. Why won't you take them at even money or minus one? It's a goddamn trap. It's the yeah. same thing in college basketball when you see an eighth-ranked team playing an unranked team, and the unranked team is minus one and a half. Man, Vegas is smarter than all of us. And like yeah. that minus one and a half is for a reason. And like yeah, and that's, that, that's my money bet, you know? Um, and that's why so I like to see the games the that I like. Early this year so far. Um, I mean, excluding the Nebraska Northwestern game still. Uh, I really do like like the um the Wyoming Illinois game. I think Wyoming getting eleven is a great bet. I think Wyoming plus three thirty is a great bet. And you would think that that, that's uh, in Champagne. Uh it is, yes. Okay. Um, you think that like a team getting eleven points. So Notre Dame is getting uh, 15 and a half, and their money line is way higher, right? So 
why is Wyoming only a plus three thirty number? That's not a that's not an unlikely upset. Well, I think I think Vegas probably sees that that like yeah, Illinois should win the game, should handle it because they're a Big Ten team. I think they went to a bowl game last year, and <laughs> Wyoming's Wyoming. And if it was in Laramie, I think Wyoming would be favored just by the altitude. I don't know and about that. It would. I mean, it would be closer. It might be like Wyoming plus six or something like that. Yeah, within a touchdown. But I, I think it's just the Big Ten brands at this point. Vegas early season is going to give the Big Ten, SEC, and the ACC. They're the bottom feeders in all those leagues are going to get. They're favorites against against lower lower ranked yeah. conferences for sure. Yeah, the other one I really five. like a lot. Right, yeah. I have one more that I love a whole bunch. All Vanderbilt right. goes to Hold Hawaii. On. Oh, okay. Okay, Hawaii is plus eight at home, flying at home. nine hours east to west. Yeah, for Vandy. at home, at home. Vanny's so, flying not plus eight. And the money line plus two seventy, I think Hawaii probably wins that game. That's what I'm saying is Vanderbilt so, is flying from Tennessee to Hawaii. Yeah. So check this out, right? So ESPN's matchup predictors that you see on the ESPN app all the time, um, they have Hawaii seventy two percent to win, but they're an eight point underdog. Hawaii's going to win that game. I'll take Hawaii money line all day. All right, I'll go with you there. Let me write it down real quick. It and might be I'll... my favorite bet of the week, honestly. Well, I have a favorite bet of the week, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> also, I have uh, two more week one games I want to talk about real quick. Well, three All more, right. sorry. So you get Cincinnati, Arkansas. Okay, I like that. Woo pigs, woo pig suey all day long. Really? Every good player Cincinnati had to make that awesome run. They were an awesome team last year. Desmond Ritter, gone. Juice Gardner, gone. I mean, Luke Fickle is a hell of a ball coach, but Arkansas did well in the SEC last year, and I just think the SEC is better than a non-Power 5 school. Sorry. So who did Arkansas lose, though? Like, So you, you know who Cincinnati lost, but who did Arkansas lose? I'm sure they lost a couple of defensive backs, a couple of graduation, but just, again, it's back to the power five versus non-power five. Cincinnati made an amazing run last year. I'm not discrediting them or Luke Fickle. I'm a huge fan of him. You want to make a friendly friendly wager? Friendly wager, number one. Friendly wager. Which is like, you know, a beer or like, you know, something's like, like small, right? Let's go for a beer. I'll take Cincinnati plus six and a half. All right. I got or if Arkansas. you want to give me two to one, two beers to me to your, to your one beer, I'll take Cincinnati money line. Done. Money line. Done deal. I love it. Mark up two beers for me, baby. That's how I'm living. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and move ahead here. Oregon and Georgia. Man, 
neither team is the same at all. It's just, I mean, it's hard to tell anything because you don't know anything about either one. They're all brand new. I just wanted to bring it up because trap game, count me out. Uh, if I was forced to bet on that, I guess I'd take Oregon. No, it's in Georgia, right? Correct. In so Atlanta. I would just, if I was forced to take it, what's the, what's the number like on that game, you think? I, I looked at it I, earlier, I forget. I think it was maybe five and a half when I looked at it earlier this yeah. week. Um, Georgia and Oregon is at well, Tim can't read apparently. Rolled right by it. Not the first time. Sound it out, buddy. Sound it out. Left to right, top to bottom. Um, Oregon. I found it. Georgia. No, that's right. That's right. Oregon plus 17 and a half. Yikes. Oh, maybe it was 15 and a half then when I looked at it. But no, that just seems like a trap because nobody knows. Like Georgia lost half their team in the first round of the fucking draft this year. I mean, but you think that like Georgia just has a stockpile running backs. So like if you're forced to bet on it, I'll take Georgia. If I had like had to do it, had to do it, I would take Georgia. All right, Only so, because home team and like SEC talent level is higher, I assume. I don't know nothing about Oregon's team this year at all. Um, but also, I, like I would imagine games, that, I would imagine that if Georgia can push around Alabama and Michigan, they can push around Oregon. You know, you would assume so. But we've yeah. we've seen. I mean, I don't know nothing about Oregon's team at all. They might have a bunch of giant Samoan dudes like Dominic Rayola. They're just monsters. I don't know. All right, so like. I have one knowing nothing. I'll take Georgia. Exactly. I thought it was a trap game and I want to stay away. But if I had to, I'd be, I'd lay the points with Georgia probably. If I had to, I'm not laying that. I'm not telling anyone listening to this to lay that. All right. So quick recap heavy on Hawaii, right? You with me on that? I'm with you on that. I love it. I love it. Um, I got Notre Dame. Um, love it. I love it. You love it. We all love it. And uh, what was the other one I just talked about? And the other one. And uh, let's uh, throw a quick break. And uh, then we'll come back and talk some Husker football. The Big Red Machine. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER, or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. Um, all right. Now it's on to the Go Big Red, the Big Red Machine, bubbling in Dublin, the first ever American football game in Ireland. Go Big Red! Let's do it! If I owned a house, I'd put it all in the Huskers. Luckily, I don't. Uh, Huskers, so in minus 12 and a half or 13, depending on where you go. Uh, what is different this year than last year, Brock? For, for both teams. 
Well, Northwestern last year, you know, I have a lot of respect for Coach Pat Fitzgerald over there. Tough academia standards to get players, tough recruiting, and he always puts together, you know, a team that is gives a lot of other like high profile Big Ten teams trouble. Uh, They're always competitive. Yeah, they don't make mistakes. They don't beat themselves. They execute the game plan, and they have good enough coaches to put together a game plan that can beat you. One of the reasons that uh, Greg and I have both bet on Stanford multiple times in the past is because it's great to bet on the smart kids. Yeah, they stay home, North- they stay in position, and they don't fuck up. Yeah, and Northwestern has a lot of smart kids. It's basically like the – Ohio Valley, whatever, Midwest, Stanford. Bunch of smart kids. Some would call it the Harvard of the Rust Belt. I don't think I give them that much credit. All right. But, the, I mean, Cornell, you know, the Cornell of the Rust Belt. Maybe like the Brown, you know, Howard, something like that. The Dartmouth of Actually, the Rust Belt. I, I, I don't want to disrespect Howard like that. Howard is a great university, I'm sure. I Never been there personally. All right. So I don't expect them to be as because also when Northwestern's been good, they usually had like a game breaker, either running back, wide receiver, or quarterback that can just tear people up if you're not ready for it. We got destroyed by Northwestern a couple of times already. Without it, they had Trevor Simeon. Who still in the NFL, by the way. Yeah, but I mean he wasn't a, a game breaker. Like, well, no, that's when they had game uh, plan coaching beat us. Do you know why I think we're in a cover and win this game, Brock? Because we have talent and coaching. Because I'm not there. That does give boost my confidence as well. That's one check on the list. Tim Nebraska is not there to see him because I've seen Nebraska lose 17 times in a row, which is some kind of record. Not a good one. Not a good, not one. good one. But it probably is a record somehow. Also, I'm not the sure. Next t- the next time you're thinking of going to a game, tell me how much it would cost you for that trip, and I will send you double that so that you don't go. I'll just buy tickets just to get double back. Now I have a now I have a whole problem my whole problem making scheme. Buy Husker tickets, get paid twice by Brock. But then you send me the tickets so I can go. But you're not going to make it because I'm going to make it like the last decision, last minute, spur of the moment, take the Amtrak or some shit. And like you're all the way in Louisiana in the swamp and shit. You're out there wrestling gators on fan boats. I'm definitely not wrestling gators. That's a horrible decision. Fan Fan boats are pretty cool, though. You've probably made worse decisions. I know of one. Uh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not. We won't, wrong. Go, into, we won't go into that at the moment because, like, this is public. Public. Uh, I mean, it's it's. Let's I mean, just let's just stick with Nebraska. To like go ahead and just slide right past that one. Yeah. So, what's different between Nebraska last year and this year? So, before that, Northwestern their offensive line is really good this year. They're all back. They have some some continuity. I would expect them to have a much better running game. I don't really know how much tight talent wise we haven't beat outmatched in talent wise, right? Um, Casey 
Thompson said that uh, he was the most relaxed he's been ever in his whole football career. The last time that he said that he was the most relaxed, he threw five touchdowns against Oklahoma. So I would expect a big-time game for him. I'm expecting big things from this offense with Coach Whipple. His first year, yeah, we'll see some, you know, issues probably the first half of the year. Hopefully they clean them up as they go on just because it's a new offense. But Casey Thompson is probably the only, like, nearly NFL-ready quarterback Nebraska has ever had. I mean – other than Brooke Barringer, I would agree with that. Steve Taylor. But those are way back in the day. Different kind of style, right? Yeah, um, so let's just keep uh, Casey Thompson out of small airplanes. And, and honestly, also- Casey Thompson is maybe one of the biggest pickups uh, from the, the transfer portal in the country. Yeah. I mean. As far also- as an upgrade, it's a giant upgrade. Just as well, far he- as knowing offenses, arm, arm strength, arm talent, making reads. He's not just the the one read and run the ball kind of guy. He is the more of an NFL pro style quarterback that makes two three reads and knows how the defense is, where the movements at. So yeah, he's not Adrian Martinez or Taylor or I mean, go down the list for the last yeah, twenty years. Yeah. So one not thing- to like bash on our quarterbacks, but they just weren't weren't coached and they wouldn't run that kind of style of offense. You know, like our yeah. last great quarterback was Jamal Lord. And we all hated Jamal Lord when he was there. But really, we really disrespected that guy for a long time. Now we see why we should have been like, man, awesome. Yeah. Well, we were just so spoiled at that point that we did it to ourselves. And now we've endured, you know, was it 17 years of just god-awful fuckery? He has been ever since I went to school there. It was about 2004, and it was a meltdown. I pretty much blame myself. That's what I'm saying. I just need to not go to Husker games until we have, like, a couple big-time wins. When we win a title, I hope that our listeners and we have, like, a giant audience by then, I hope that um, you and Greg and Casey and our whole Bet Your Ash uh, podcasting network family over here I hope you guys, like, fund me to go to the national championship game so I can see Nebraska win once. Man, fuck that. By then, bet your ass is going to be buying a suite for the Natty in stadium. We'll all be there. I want a regular ticket. I want to have the crowd experience at a championship game and have a good time. All right, that's fair. So let's talk about this Husker football team. Everything before we do that, can I tell you one thing? What's that, buddy? It's in North in Nebraska, being Northwestern handily. Is that I saw a video of Scott Frost getting about to get on the bus to go to Ireland, walking out of the stadium, and he slid down the steps, the rail of the steps, all 46 steps or whatever, slid down the rail. He looked like he was the happiest I've seen Scott Frost since, since 1997. All right, so I'm glad you brought that up. Because as a known Kool-Aid drinker, I've been sipping and trying to also be realistic, thinking like, oh, you know, seven and five in a bowl game. Don't get the show off of the fans here, buddy. You've been like chugging Kool-Aid for weeks. I was trying to be like, be real honest, homie. 
I saw him slide down that railing, and I was like, oh, shit, we're about to win the Big Ten. Book it. I might or might not have a ticket on Nebraska plus 1,300 to win the Big Ten. Um, I don't hate that bet necessarily. We have a pretty good chance to at least go to the Big Ten Championship. Um, we have a lot of talent. And one of the dudes that I really like a lot that I haven't heard anybody talk about it a whole bunch, our receiver group is phenomenal. I love them. I, I, I wrote them all down. Uh, is great. Omar Manning, good. Trey Palmer from transfer from LSU. He's going to be like take the top off the defense guy. Where Omar can be like that big time, like possession, like a Mike Evans, Mike Thomas, you know, just, hey, I'm here, get me the ball and I'll catch it for six yards on third and five. And also coming back is Alante Brown, who showed flashes of speed and quickness. So I we love might, that. We might have played nine receivers. What's that? Um, we might play nine receivers consistently this year. And the one guy that I really want to see do really well is a dude by the name of Baron Miles Jr. Do you know who Baron Miles is, Brock, or is that too old for you? Oh, uh, Baron Miles is one of my favorite Huskers of all time. I figured. I, I was just making jokes about you're a, you're a little youngin, but <laughs> you know. I mean, he's an undersized dude. Who's feisty, fast, athletic, tough, smart? Like, why would I not love? Maybe one of the greatest plays in college football history is him catching the punt off the punter's foot and taking it to the house in 1993, maybe it was? Yeah, it was 93. One of the best highlights ever. Well, that and the Kenny Bell block. Uh, We have a great group. We have a great group of linemen. We're big and strong again, like old school Husker football. We're big and mean. Yeah. So the starting offensive line is going to be Teddy Prokoska. This is left to right. Teddy Prokoska, Kevin Williams, Trent Hickson, Brock Bando, Bryce Benhart. They're all big. They're all mean. They all have a motor. They're all quick. But most importantly, they all have Big Ten, like, Real football experience. Yeah, and, dude, cost is six ten. And also the new dude, the dude line. is six ten, man. Yeah, he's he's six ten, three twenty. He's twenty years old. He's a sophomore. It's bananas. Well, that's like Trent Hickson's a senior. He's six three, three twenty, playing center. Dude, he looks like Richie. Yeah. He looks. He well, looks like Ricky. He has. He has a bigger neck than I do. So, if you want to talk about the offense and unsung heroes, I have one for you. Travis Vokalek, tight okay. end, senior. Everybody's talking about you know Austin Allen's gone, and all oh, these wide receivers going to be so cool and so great. They're nine, twelve deep, whatever. All true. Probably play nine consistently, which is amazing for a college team. Travis Vokalek is in that 6'5 to 6'7, like 240, 250 range. He's, he's at, is he Matt Harriet? 
he kind of seems like uh like Matt Harrion. I was thinking more like a like a George Kittles Jr. maybe. Oh, George Brittle. Like he can block. Do you know who Matt Harrion is? Are you yes, crazy? Or he not? was number eleven. He was a tight end. You know that he was drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, the Buccaneers are the second best team in their division. What are we talking? Uh, well, we, you know, the Buccaneers have a loyalty to Huskers, which I I really appreciate. But that, I mean, if he's George Kittle Jr. or whatever, that is, um. But I wouldn't mind uh, Matt Harrion 2.0. Yeah, Matt Harrion was great. He was phenomenal. Him. Yeah, I'm not arguing. I'm not. I will never argue on that. So let's. He was kind about- of ahead of his time as far as like tight ends because it was before the like. I mean, it wasn't before Antonio Gates or Tony Gonzalez, but other than that, it was before Gronk and. Um, the murder and uh, the rest of the really great tight ends in the NFL that are our pass catchers. Harry was kind of ahead of his time. Yeah. He was kind of in that like, Oh shit, we can throw the ball to these guys type guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, I love Matt Harry star. He's a star. That's your uh, guy though, right? That's your unsung hero. That's, that's your, uh, your, your standout dude for the season that no one knows. Well, he's just not being talked about. And he had a great year last year. Six, Obviously, seven. he was... He's 6'7". Six, 6'7". Seven. Six, seven. Like six, seven, he's a monster. Yeah, he's like he's like Gronk, but he runs routes like Ocho Cinco. Man, that is a phenomenal compliment. Like, I hope he, that's true. We're in a, we're, if that's true, we're winning the championship. Hey, brother. I'm all the way in the championship. If that guy <laughs> if that guy is Gronk but run routes like Ocho, man, we're winning the title. <sighs> as long as we have a quarterback to throw the ball. Correct. So, so Nebraska is going to cover the 13, right? Obviously. Obviously, I'm laying that. But I wish I did own a house because I would bet the house. And I rarely bet on Nebraska. I'm kind of the, the Nebraska fan that's also cynical because if you've seen Nebraska lose 17 times in a row, you probably would be too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm probably the most realistic Husker fan as far as like estimating the record, win losses, how we're going to do, what our players are like. And I just lower expectations down to like Look, a reasonable number instead of crazy Husker fan, bananas, Kool-Aid, 1997 again, because that's just not true anymore. Correct. Also, if my belly wasn't full of the Huskers Kool-Aid, I would take the title to both of our vehicles to one of those check cashing places, get two title loans, and bang, Nebraska minus 13. Oh, uh, I'm so not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But I'm so saying what I need to do is get a line of credit. <laughs> Double up, baby. Double up. Nebraska by 30. I'm also going to look into uh, some of the alternate point spreads. I might take Nebraska minus 20. I mean, I might go 29 and a half. This also, a big part of this is that, man, there's going to be a lot of Huster fans in that stadium. There's going to be a lot of red in Ireland. 
Are you talking about hair? That too. But there's going to be a lot of Husker fans. I mean, it's going to be a home game for us, pretty much. Across the world, it's going to be a home game. Well, I would think that just because Husker fans travel. But also, if I'm a resident of Dublin, Ireland, who has tickets to this game just to go see what this whole college American football thing's about, I'm going to do a quick YouTube search of, you know, the teams and, like, what are they about? And once you watch, I don't know, 10 hours of Northwestern YouTube videos and then 30 seconds of Nebraska videos. Get through 10 hours of Western videos, I would commend you. Because I would be totally end it all before that happened. Well, no, they're going to watch like two minutes of Nebraska highlights and be like, I'm ordering a red t Where can I get a red T-shirt with an N on it? But so, But the Huskers have a, a unique fan base that, I've seen a Husker hat in Australia. I've seen a Husker hat. The dude had a Husker hat in Fiji. I mean, Mexico, everywhere you go, there's Husker fans. Everywhere you go. Hey, We're going to load that stadium up. It's going to be a home game. It's going to be 80% red. Hey, even down here in the heart of the Bayou Bengal territory, SEC territory, every now and then I'll see a Husker bumper sticker, like window sticker, maybe a hat. And I'm, so, I mean, we're – we're everywhere. When Greg was driving uh, to, New- to New York, he stopped in Columbia, South Carolina, and sent me a picture from a Husker bar that was maybe five minutes away from the Gamecock Stadium. There's a Husker bar in Gainesville. There's a Husker bar in Boulder. There's, a, there's tons of Husker bars in Denver. There's a Husker bar in Wall Street. There's it's a Husker bar. Red. There's a Husker bar in the absolute middle of Lafayette, Louisiana. I've been there many times. It's well, always literally fun. everywhere. It, it's it's a it's a, a a fan base that's massive. It's like the Yankees and Lakers. It's crazy how big it is. There's always some connection, right? So the guy that I saw in Australia was like, "Well, I work in America a couple weeks a year, and my coworkers in California for that company that he works for are are all Husker fans. So he by default became a Husker fan." I thought it was wild to see a Husker hat in Australia across the damn world. But it's not, like, it's not rare. It, we literally are everywhere. It's going to be 80% red. It's going to be crazy. You know else? Who else is going to be everywhere? Also. You know who else is going to be everywhere in Dublin, Ireland this weekend? Who's that? Go ahead and throw up the bones for the motherfucking black shirts, baby. Oh, hell yeah. It's... It, um, my cousins, Matt and Pat, have a bar in Dublin, the O'Cullen Pub. They did their medical, uh, uh, like, study abroad thing there and bought a bar. Well, they should fill it with black jerseys because we got nine of them handed out this morning. Did you hear yeah, that? It's going to be crazy. It's going to be like Lincoln, Lincoln, like Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, but they serve beer. It's going to be 80% Husker fans just hammered. 80% Husker fans who are 80% drunk. I, I mean, maybe 180% drunk. Ain't nobody driving. <laughs> it, it's going to be a scene, an absolute scene. Luckily, in Ireland, you can't get a walking while intoxicated. I think that that's kind of the culture of there anyway. So it's going to be bananas. We're going to just destroy. I wish I did have a house. I would just bet it all. Yeah. So I, I mean, think so so I mean I think we're pretty solid on that. We both agree 
he's crazy for wanting to bet on UCLA. We're bet, we're putting the house on Nebraska. Uh, and um, Notre Dame, and I I got Notre Dame. Got Notre Dame, Wyoming, and, Hawaii, and, uh, baby, Hawaii, baby. That's my jam. Hawaii, and also late uh, night football is my favorite. I've got the uh, Arkansas money line. Arkansas, yeah, yep, yeah, Arkansas money line. I got Cincy two to one beers. You know, just talk about for two beers. How do you feel about the change at the tequila shots? <clears throat> tequila shots. I'll do two beers or one shot. That seems fair. Well, I'll buy my own shots then. <laughs> also, I'll double down if you give me. We could just go even on the, like on a parlay or something. I want a UTSA over Houston. Um, I I won't take that. I like that bet too. The we'll talk about our week one. Next week. Yeah, that's next week. Now, you, now we're jamming. Now you're now you're in it. Now you're like locked in. The Nebraska hour. You're pretty much just the co-host. And now we have a great producer. Correct. Shout out McGee. Shout out McGee. All right. So let's wrap it up here, bud. The Nebraska hour is part of the Be Yappin' Network and available at betyourash.com and Spotify and Apple, et cetera, et cetera. Uh all the stuff you can find podcasts on, we're there. Uh, socials uh, is uh, the Bet Your Ash pod on Twitter, IG, and Facebook. And Brock, what's your contacts? I'm on Twitter at BrockWhite86, baby. BrockWhite86. And I'm on Twitter at Timmy Nebraska, Facebook Timmy Nebraska, IG Timmy Nebraska. Uh, I mean, it's all just Timmy Nebraska. Go Big Red, baby. And uh, tell all your friends to listen to the show, like it, give us reviews. And uh, that's about it, man. We're jamming. Hey, I have one more thing for you. You're like Columbo now. Just one more thing. Just one more thing. <laughs> what you got? Go Big Red! Go Big Red! <laughs>